Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Legacy Homeschool Reflections podcast. I'm your friend, Ruth Adams, and once again, I am so happy that you are joining me for this episode. We are working our way through a podcast series looking at the Word Study Scripture Writing Journal for Ladies, Volume 2. Now, you can find your copy of the journal over at Amazon or on my website, LegacyHomeschoolReflections.com. So if you would like to do the scripture journaling as I work through the the uh, different weeks, there's 12 weeks, then um, I invite you to pick up a copy and follow along. And if not, I'm glad you're here and you're tuning in and listening as we go through. Week five of the journal is about the topic of joy. So we're gonna be talking about joy on this episode. Dwight L. Moody said, the Lord gives his people perpetual joy when they walk in obedience to him. That reminds me of a little thing that I have often said to my children as they've been growing up. I have said, obedience brings blessing, but disobedience brings consequences. And here Dwight Moody said that the Lord gives his people perpetual joy when they walk in obedience to him. When we walk in obedience to the Lord, even when it is hard to follow, even when it is hard to obey, we will have peace and joy as a result. But if we persist in our own will, in our own way, if we're stubborn and we fight against the will of God, we will have unrest in our souls. And so the path of joy, the pathway to joy is always obedience to the will of God. The hymn that I put in this chapter or this week of the journal is joyful, joyful, we adore thee. I'm going to read just a little bit of it. Um, As usual, these podcast episodes are just a sampling of each week's scripture writing um, journal. So, joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Let's just have a little bit of it here. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee. God of glory, Lord of love, hearts unfold like flowers before thee. Opening to the sun above, melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. And in the journal, there are three more verses to meditate on, to read and think about, and to sing to the Lord. The idea is that you can take the hymn for each week and sing it to the Lord in your quiet time. But the song says that... um, Well, it says, melt the cloud of sin and sadness. Drive the dark of doubt away. Only the Lord can do that for us. And isn't it wonderful that when we do have sin or sadness or doubt, that we can call to the Lord and he can rescue us and he can forgive us and he can redeem us. He can restore our brokenness giver of immortal gladness. Once again, joy and gladness and peace come as we follow Christ. Fill us with the light of day. Beautiful song. Well, I'm going to um, look today for the scripture writing. I'm going to go to page 45. I've selected this particular day's scripture writing 
to talk about for this week. The passage is Habakkuk 3, 17 through 18, and I love this passage. I actually use this passage in one of my homeschool convention workshops, and I love this. This speaks powerfully to me. It says, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit beyond the vines, the produce of the olive fell, and the fields yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Sometimes we have to just choose to rejoice in the Lord. Even when we really feel that we're in a trying time, we're in a discouraging time, we're in a heartbreaking time, we're in a confusing time, or we can't see a good outcome. The Lord calls us, to choose to rejoice in him, to choose by his grace, I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Now, each day in the scripture writing, there's a box for the basically the scripture writing or the copy work where you just write down the passage that is written up at the top of the page. And then there's a word study box where we take a key word or phrase out of that scripture passage and we give you the Hebrew or the Greek meaning just to enhance your study of that passage that you're writing. And so the key word that we chose to highlight in this um, particular passage is take joy. And in Hebrew, the take joy means to be glad, joy, be joyful, rejoice. So it's like extreme gladness and rejoicing, joyfulness, to be glad. It's saying to be glad in the Lord, to take joy in him, to rejoice in the Lord. He makes no mistakes. He knoweth the end of each path that I take. And so, um, Even though the fig tree should not blossom, even though there should not be fruit on the vines, even when the olives fail and the fields yield no food, or the flocks be cut off from the fold. Do you get the idea here? Just like no fruit, no productivity, no results, no good outcome. And it says, and there be no herd in the stalls yet. Even though all these things are going wrong, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. So we could take this and apply it, you know, even as mothers. Um, Even though my home is a disaster, even though I've had a rotten homeschool day, even though we're facing challenges with this or that, even though we have uncertainties or we don't know where we're going to be living or we don't know about job security or we don't know where to go to church or all these things that can stress us, health concerns, so many things. I will rejoice in the Lord. It's like an unconditional, I will rejoice. I think of the passage that says, Though he slay me, yet I will praise him. By God's grace, 
May we rejoice in him. May we give him praise and honor. And may we take joy in him. And as we do, and we learn to walk in that, he will strengthen us to do it all the more. He calls us to praise him in the good times, in the bad times. You know, he has an unconditional love for us. He loves us with a faithful love. And he wants us to take joy in him. He wants us to rejoice in him and to give him praise. And you know, when we give him praise and we worship him, it helps us to be able to take joy, to have joy as a result of our praise that we give to him. So those are things to think about. You know, the Lord is the one who gives us joy. We can't always conjure up joy. And joy isn't the same as just, well, let's just say it's not always over circumstances. Our joy has to be rooted in Christ and who we are in him and what his word says about his promises and about his faithfulness to us and the certainties that we have through him. And that gives us joy. His word gives us reason to rejoice. As a young girl, I learned the acronym for joy, J-O-Y, which is Jesus first, others second, and yourself last. And when we keep things in that order, it's a recipe for real joy. When we keep Jesus first, that's the most important. It results in joy when he is our first priority. And then when we prioritize other people above ourselves, I know that it's easy to say that Jesus first, others second, myself last, but it's easier said than done because in our flesh, we'll always want to put ourselves first. But when Christ is Lord in our lives, he will help us to prioritize his glory and the good of others before our own. When we seek Christ first and learn to consider the needs of others, we are cooperating with God's plan of sanctification. It seems like we keep coming back to that thought in these discussions, but God is sanctifying us. He is growing us and maturing us and giving us that ability to take joy, to rejoice in him, to love him, you know, um, supremely and then others and then ourselves and so he's sanctifying us and leading us to a place of increased joy and contentment so ladies i hope this week that you will take great joy in the lord regardless of circumstances regardless of the things you might want to change that you feel powerless to change at this time and in regard you know, to sometimes having to wait and not have answers, but just waiting upon the Lord and trusting in Him and having joy in those seasons of waiting or those seasons of uncertainty where we don't have answers and we have to wait for answers. In those seasons of trial and disappointment and loss and confusion, may God give us His grace to take delight in Him And, you know, the more we are in fellowship with him through prayer and through reading his word, the more our hearts will be 
filled with joy as a result of our fellowship with him, which is so sweet. So I encourage you to rejoice in the Lord. He will give you the grace to rejoice in him as you just call out to him. Say, Father, I want to rejoice in you regardless of the circumstances. Though the fig tree, you know, doesn't bear the fruit. And though all these different, whatever the application would be in your life and in mine, yet I will praise him. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. Thank you so much for listening. And again, I encourage you, if you want to pick up a journal and follow along through this series, we'll be looking at peace next week. And I'll look forward to to meeting with you again. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Goodbye for now.